If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Play good, be humble. Number 17. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. Short week. Just had the game yesterday. I'm back at it on Friday. Folks, how are we feeling after this Bills win? I hope you guys, your I hope your bellies are full from yesterday. I hope you guys had leftovers. The leftovers sometimes hit way better the second time than it does the first. Uh, so I hope you guys are full, your bellies full, and y'all feeling nice. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report, brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics, and uh, we are uh, private partners with uh, Bet US. If you guys haven't had a chance to lock in some of your early bets. Uh, for this weekend's matchups, maybe you should. I mean, our Bills took the dub. Uh, I wish it was a, a a larger victory, but a victory is a victory. So if you have not had a chance, jump on the BetUS, get that app, 125% sign-up bonus if you sign up with BF. And here's the promo code BF125. Listen, man, from 2 bucks to, you know what I'm saying, 2450 whatever you need to do to get your fix in. Jump in there. That is if you are into betting. So, folks, um, huge game for us, man. Huge dubs. Huge dubs. We, we, listen, man, we had to climb out some holes, bro. We had to climb out of some holes uh, that, um, I mean, we put ourselves into. You know what I'm saying? Losing the teams we had no business losing to. But sometimes it just is that. Sometimes, you mean, we saw it last year, man. We, we started off hot. And then we had some, you know, I mean, some some low moments. We hit some some valleys. We hit some hard valleys, and then we got to we peak again. So we will peak again, but we're not in bad shape um, in terms of the win column. But we are in in rough shape when it comes to the injuries. And I am no injury specialist, uh, but what I can do is uh, bring on someone as as sexy as I am. I would like to say, um, and I'd say sexier. Excuse me, I must say that. Um, and he's got thighs for days. I mean, if you if you if you've seen this man, you you think you need to censor that thing. That's how that's how much you know. What I'm saying sometimes I gotta say no mass. That's too much. I can't handle it. Well, my man Alex is ready to join me. All he's got to do is give me a thumbs up, and we're ready to roll. 
Um, and we ready. Let's go. My man Alice is in the building. Alice, hey. what's, what's up, Rico? What's going on, brother? What's happening today, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, listen, man, happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you had uh, a wonderful meal at home. Uh, with it, with the family, with the young one, uh, and I, I was able to ask this to uh, to my guests. I got, I want to say my guests, my my man Rev, I had Silas on there, and I asked them to give me their draft pick of Thanksgiving dishes that they would name from one to three. And for you, where does it? Where do you stand with your your draft picks of your 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 Thanksgiving dishes? I mean, I'll give you uh, Silas. Silas said, first things first. Uh, actually, Rev was like turkey legs. He wants smoked turkey legs. That's number one draft pick. So for you, what are your top three draft picks when it comes to the Thanksgiving meal? I had to ask them, so I'm going to ask you. You say Rev likes the turkey legs? He likes the turkey legs. Ah, uh, well, I like the white meat. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> so, yeah, give me some turkey breasts, some good stuffing. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much my top two. Um, I like some greens on there. Everyone kind of mixes it up depending where are you going with the, Are you going with green bean casserole? Uh, not no, not green bean casserole. We we had like a kale salad last night with our uh, turkey dinner. Well, there you go. Good. So your draft pick goes turkey breast, stuffing, and kale salad. I like it. Listen, I'm I'm I, I don't rock with the kale salad because I'm a I'm a I'm a carbon I'm a I'm a meat guy and a carb guy. That's me. But uh, you know, some color on the plate. There's no there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, um, I gotta get some veggies <laughs> for sure. Well, listen, there's gonna be a lot of guys that's got to eat their veggies on this team because we have hit the injury. The injury bug has hit this team. And oh, yeah. uh, listen, man, uh, you name it. We have it. Trey's coming back. We're going to need, we need a chat on Trey coming back. Uh, we need some, some chatter on Elam that was, was also uh, limited in his play. Um, and the big one is Von Miller. So let's start with the big one. Yeah. Von freaking Miller. What is the deal? Can you, can you give people some kind of yeah. soulless, in this situation or is it doom and gloom talk to us um uh, yeah he didn't tear his acl so that's good so he's not on the shelf already uh the only problem is is it's it's a meniscus okay now, there's two meniscus is there any way you could like whip up a, a knee diagram put up on the screen i do not have a knee diagram all right don't do it don't do it so here's the deal. So like, um, I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna give you the full screen so you can kind of give someone, I guess, someone like myself that I couldn't, I couldn't give you an idea of what this man would be going through. So the the floor is yours. Talk to us like we are children, and we have no I idea. Like, I like on. looking at you. Stay up there. I like, I like the dialogue. So, Let's roll. All right. So the knee, right? You got the femur. That's where your thigh is, and then you yep. got the shin bone. That's your tibia. So there's a cushion between the two. Um, and that cushion is the meniscus and there's two pieces. There's like a C shape and a circle shape. Mm -hmm. And one is the medial meniscus. And then one is the lateral meniscus. The one you don't want to hurt is the lateral meniscus. The medial is more common, uh, commonly injured, right? But they, uh, they rehab better because it's a, the bigger of the two. Yep. If you have to cut some of the medial out, there's still a lot of the tissue left. So yep. it can still disperse the force. The problem is when you when you have to take some of the lateral out, now you only have a little lateral left, and then like three times more force goes through that uh, lateral compartment. Okay. So he's got the lateral, so that's not good. Mm. That's not the one we wanted. No. Mm. And and then there's more layers to this. So there's like different types of meniscal tears. There's really bad ones. Uh, terms you'll hear is like the bucket handle or uh, a root tear. 
Those okay. are the ones you don't want to you don't want to see because those right. those really are going to have to get fixed pretty quickly. Right. Um, the knee won't respond well. But sometimes it's just like a little tear or, or a small complex tear, even where it's not like dislodging in the joint. And uh, these ones, you'll have to get them fixed in the off season. But he can kind of like push through it. Um, you know, he'll have to play the game. He'll get swollen. Right. He'll have to like, you know, give him little reps during the week basically rush to get him back into shape for Sunday. He might even play one game, take a game off if it gets like really aggravated. Yep. Um, but hopefully you put him on a pitch count and then he can get through the playoffs. Best case scenario, he can do that route, get through the playoffs. He might not be the same Vaughn, but 80% of Vaughn is better than a hundred percent boogie bash him. You know what I mean? No insult to boogie. So not at all. Yeah, so hopefully we can get into that scenario, and then he can get it fixed in the offseason. Now, uh, some other layers here. Yep. Now there's two ways to fix a meniscus injury. You can repair it. That means sew it up. Yep. Or you could just cut it out, which is called a meniscectomy. So if they can sew it up, that's better long term. Because now they're not taking like a big chunk of that cushion out, which is going to let his bone on bone start happening. Basically, think terrible. think of it this way: if you if you cut some of it out, the rehabs were real easy because there's nothing was fixed. So it's kind of like four to six weeks, and then you're back at it. But okay. now you have a big hole in your cushion, yep. and you're going to get arthritis quicker. So uh, I don't want to go too far off tangent, but it's like the Jack Eichel. Did, did you follow hockey? Uh, I follow hockey very little. Okay, so here's the deal. Jack Eichel herniated a disc in his neck, but he was yep. 25, 26 years old. Yep. The the gold standard to fix it was a fusion. But the only problem with a fusion is once you get a fusion, your career length is about three years. So he okay. didn't want to sign up for that shit. So he went looking and he found out that there's like this disc replacement. But, you know, he wanted to trade, blah, 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 and it got ugly. So if Vaughn has to get it cut out, it's, you know, we signed him to a six-year deal. I didn't really think he was going to play till he was 39, but – you know, that might, he might have a year or two left. You know what I'm saying? Like right. his knee's going to be banged up and he's mm-hmm. always going to be dealing with swelling and like, and then he'll get like, so arthritis is basically like cartilage wear. So right. if you think of like your teeth and a mouth guard, the mouth guard is the meniscus. And then the enamel on your teeth is the cartilage on the bone. So once you take the mouth guard out and you're chomping on your teeth, you'll start to like rivet away some of the enamel. That's what'll happen when your meniscus isn't there. Once that hole starts to open up, a cartilage tear, the shit goes downhill real fast. So um, ideally, he can get through the season and get a repair, but the rehab six months. So Yikes. if it doesn't matter. He'll be good by August, September. That's okay. He's a veteran. Don't worry about if he misses camp. It's all good. If it's a real screwed up one, his tissue quality sucks, and he's got to get it cleaned out, then he's got to get it cleaned out, and it's just gonna, it's going to lap some years off his career. Even he's already 33, so there's not much time left. So now, so here's here's the caveat. So now we're in a position. Mm-hmm. Does he get the surgery now? Because he can come back in four to six weeks. Yep. Or does he try to play it conservatively? But if he plays it conservatively, and then the knee craps out, and then he's got to get the the cleanup anyways. Now you got to add four to six weeks on how long he was just trying to be a conservative. When do the playoffs Rough. start? We we got eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So if he's going to take two weeks to figure this out, which he's going to do, they're saying he's going to take seven to 10 days to see how it, see how it feels and get second opinions. Then he plays like a week or two 
it gets re-aggravated. They're like, shit, fine. You got to get surgery. Now you're looking at four to six weeks after that. Now you're eating into the wild card divisional round. You might not be back in time. So we're, we're on like a really tight schedule here. And that's why he's got to get a bunch of opinions and they all got to look at it and decide what the best option is. If they are going to basically, if the surgeon thinks, Hey, you, there's no way you're going to be able to repair that. You might as well clean it up. I'd say just clean it up now. But if they're like, Hey, fine, like you really should get that repaired. Then yep. wait a minute, try to get through the season and try to repair it after the season. So I'm looking at the yeah, picture. So that's different types of tears. That's rough, man. Yeah. So the bottom three are, are the terrible ones that the top yeah. three, obviously you can uh, get away with repairing. So right now looking at this and I hope you guys can see this, uh, this well, I wanted to try to as much blow it up as much as I can. So that bucket handle is the one that you don't want that big ass hole. All three of those and, bottom ones you don't want, but the bucket handles a very popular, right? Bad one. So you, you hear that a lot. Oh, he's got a bucket handle or he's got a flap tear. Um, that's when it kind of, tears and folds over now now it's yep. like stuck in the joint mm. yeah here's here's the thing because I know, I know you've been asked this multiple times yeah what is the best case scenario where we see Vaughn again by playoff time for in the in these like it's the I'm talking about the ultimate best case scenario and by the end of the season by the end it's, so he's done we're not we're not gonna see this guy this oh, no, no 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 listen this it's very complicated. I know. I don't know, how, I, don't, I don't know how bad it is, but the way it, a couple other there's more layers to this. The team For called sure. it a sprain. You don't call meniscal tears sprains. That makes me think he also has an MCL sprain. But MCLs heal well, and they don't have to get fixed unless it totally tears all the way. So he's probably got a low grade MCL sprain because his knee buckled in. That's why we all thought it was an ACL because we saw the knee shift as well. That's right. I see. Yep. You see that clunking? That's exactly how Trey's looked. They had the perfect angle. You could see Trey's knee kind of like thumped up. Mm -hmm. But that thump was his meniscus ripping. So, and you probably just saw a little shift in the joint. So it was very subtle. He's got the high sock. It wasn't a great view. Moral of the story is he's probably got a little MCL sprain, but that's like nothing. Those kind of, those heal on their own in two weeks if it's like a real low grade. So he's dealing with the tear. And then now it's a question of, is he does he just get it fixed now? Does he have to get it repaired or does he wait it out? I'd be worried that he waits. I'd be worried. This is the worst case scenario. He's got to get it trimmed. He's got to get it trimmed up, right? It's yep. never going to get repaired because it's he's 33, the tissue quality sucks, and it's like a nasty tear. Yep. They have to trim it anyways. He tries to go without getting it trimmed, and then it it craps out like week 17 and then he's got to get the surgery right away and then we lose him for the whole playoffs best case scenario is he could come back and get it repaired after the season that means so back up it's a longer recovery but it bodes well for the longevity of his career we that makes sense right yeah listen i get it man i'm for real for those that are like myself where i'm like man you need to explain that yeah i i get that part so best case best quickest he can recover is two two maybe even three weeks if it's stable, swelling's down, he feels good, they're going to roll with it. He could be back in two in two games. Um, if they want to slow play it, be conservative, say, hey, let's, you know, he's going to try to gut this out. Let's not beat the shit out of him during the season. Right. Bring him back. Hey, see how our record looks. You got Bengals in New England to end the season. Yep. If they need to roll him back out for that, situational pass rushes, I totally could understand that. And that would give him a whole month to rehab, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so that's another option. 
Um, or, would, they, or they just do the surgery now and be like, bro, just clean it up now and then be ready for the playoffs. But it's also not a slam dunk because it's the lateral meniscus. So if they right. clean it out and then he has complications, you know, now he's got no meniscus and he can't play football. So that's why he's getting a lot of opinions. It's a tricky one. It is a tricky, tricky one. one. So you're, 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 you're Vaughn's duck. Yeah. And you're, you're responsible for, you know what I'm saying, getting this guy back to it. Your honest opinion. Would you just shut him down and say, man, like, listen, this is a, this is a long-term thing. We want you long-term. Shut it down for the year or go with, listen, man, we'll need you like Patriots Bengals game. We'll then assess it then. And then we'll get back to you. Just gut it out. We'll, we'll get you just right. Uh, how are you looking at this situation? And if you're, if you're in his corner, how do yeah. you, how do you, assess, how do you assess this? How do you, how do you go about this? That's uh, right. Well, if he was, I don't even want to say selfish because it's his body and it's a career. Yep. If he wanted to do what's best for him, he would just shut it down and get it repaired right now. Season over six months. That's it. Got it. But I, he's 33 and he's chasing a Super Bowl. I got full belief that he's going to try to gut this out and then get it fixed in the offseason. Or he trims it up right now and just comes back for the playoffs. I like that. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to shut it down for Rick. But Rico, that's why they're getting other opinions. Cause I know. If it's one of those tears where they're like, dude, this is not going to get better and you got to fix it now and yeah. a repair is a good option, then that'll happen. I think he's going to push to play. I don't think this is a guy who's like, uh, you know what? Let's try again next year. He's just too late in his career. If he was 25, still for, you know, on his rookie contract, hell yeah. But we're, it's a different it's a different story right now. It is. Um, I got last question for me, because this is a crucial one for me, because yeah. this injury, uh, it for certain positions, a it may be worse for maybe a corner uh, or worse for uh, a lineman. Um, the way that this this injury for a pass rusher like himself, where he's got to really dip and get low, um, how how much would it affect the? Would it be would it be more? Did it does it affect a, a cornerback more so with the movements that a cornerback does, or is it the worst thing for a lineman when you have this type of injury? Yeah. Um, so on, let's go like best position to worst position to get sure, this. Sure. Um, I would say offense alignment would be best. Maybe a pocket passing quarterback would be second. Um, any offensive skill positions would be because they make the cuts. They're not reacting to the cuts. I think DBs would be towards the worst case scenario. Good. Minus safety. Safeties are probably pretty good. Uh, he's like middle of the pack. You know what I mean? Okay. And you can always listen if he's like having trouble off of one side of the edge or the other, be like, whatever, just run him off the left side. That's fine. Give him 20% of the snap counts, mostly pass rush situations and see how far he can run it with his knee. I like it, man. Listen, man, uh, Alex, you, you listen, we are lucky. We are lucky to have the brains uh, and the sexiness on this, uh, on this BF squad, man, you come in, you bring it and you give us a good idea of what, uh, of what we're we're anticipating and what we're gonna see. Yeah. Uh, let's get into Trey White. Trey White uh, was on a on a pitch count. Uh, I think they gave him what fifteen plays, give or take. Um, yeah. How do we feel about this? Uh, were you expecting this kind of pitch count situation? Were you expecting him to just play the whole time, knowing that he's been ready to go? It was just I guess it was just they felt and they deemed he wasn't ready, but they they put him on a pitch count. How do you feel about this pitch count that they put uh, Trey White on? Yeah. Um... 
when he came back, I would I didn't think it was going to be that that I didn't think it was going to look like that for a pitch count. Like do two series and you're done. Right. You know what I mean? That's actually kind of dangerous with the depth on the team. I thought they would do just like what they've been doing with like Benford and Elam, where it's like, you know, in it. two series on, one series off, or two and Got two it. and two. I thought he would do that throughout the game because that doesn't show much for like endurance. You know what I mean? But, you know, we love Trey, but we know Trey's got some mental to his package. And Absolutely. I think he wanted to play that game in particular because it was the Thanksgiving game and it was the one year anniversary. Right. But I think maybe I'm just guessing maybe he doesn't like the idea of the, the slit turf and he still wasn't really kind of ready, but right. he just wanted to do that for him for, because it meant a lot. That's, that's what I felt. Um, and he was probably like, I'm going to do two. So I would hate to hear the fallout that he said he's ready to go. And then he just pulled himself out of the game. Cause that I'm sure that would piss off the coaches, but I can't imagine he pulled that. Uh, you no. know what I mean? I think, I think McDermott was very much on a pitch count. He was even on a pitch count uh, for uh Kyrie Elam as well. So they're really taking their time with these guys coming back yeah. from these significant injuries. Um, but uh, it was good to see 27 back on the field. And hopefully we get a bit more of a pitch count next game and maybe, or maybe he plays the whole game. Uh, we'll yeah. find out because it's a big one. We're going to get uh, the Patriots this Thursday. So we will see how that plays out. Uh, last one for me, man. Deion Dawkins, our starting yeah. tackle. Uh, we saw we saw the knee kind of, uh, I mean, it was the ankle. It looked like ankle. it was a high yeah. ankle. So talk to us about that with uh, our starting left tackle, man, the guy that protects the blind side of our Josh Allen. Talk to us. Yeah, all right. Good news. So listen, when I watched it, I heard he was in a boot, you know, after the game, he didn't come back in. You know, his foot, let me see if I can get a picture here. Right. Uh, you're not going to get a good look. So basically, he's like kicked back in. Uh, the lineman comes, falls on the back of his ankle, hits him from the side, folds his ankle over, kind of buckles him up. Um, th that's commonly how the high ankle springs go down. You know what I mean? You get you get you get the ankle folded inward, and then you torsion on it. Yep. The problem is, it's like a high ankle and a medial ankle sprain both do that. That's they both fold in that way, but the high ankle is also like torsion like you would open up like a, a, a bottle's top does that okay. make sense so yep. it doesn't just fold over it folds over and rotates yep um it looked like that on film so you know i did jump the gun i said oh man he's got a high ankle sprain sorry to be a debbie downer but um you know it's thanksgiving i'm with my family i'm actually at my fiance's house so i can't like be on the phone too much and i didn't realize he was on the sideline i thought he never came back out i was like oh shit he never came out yeah. that was the mechanism he's got the boot when he's walking out of the the um locker room that doesn't that sounds like that screams high ankle sprain to me of course however he was on the sideline he was jumping around a little bit and mcdermott called it day to day that pretty much to me nails it's just a medial ankle sprain which is good. So tape that bad boy up and uh, we might see him back in next week. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> One week is a close call. Two weeks, yeah. definitely uh, very believable. How? Okay. But you know what? It's very, it's very complicated. Those medial to high ankle sprains. Mm -hmm. because We all thought Ed Oliver had a medial ankle sprain because his folded over, but he was like turning back. So I guess it did torsion. He right. went back in the game he, he, after halftime. I don't know how they missed that. They went through halftime, let him come back out for two plays, then pulled him out. Then he's out of practice real quick in a, in a you know, with tape jobs. So um, I don't know. They, they, 
I feel like they're playing mind games. I, it's tough to get a look. Either or, if it's a medial ankle sprain, he misses one game at the most. If he starts to miss two, three games, just know it was a freaking high ankle sprain. Yeah. Right? I mean, well, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's complicated. There's layers. Uh, yeah. Injuries, I mean, it all depends on how, how much tolerance of pain one can take as well, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's going to yeah. come down to that. We'll see if, he, if he's day-to-day, like Coach said. Yeah. It's the stability, we'll too. You know what I mean? Like the ankle won't feel – it'll just feel like it's – so with the high ankles – a low ankle sprain, it just hurts to kind of like push off and stuff, and it hurts on the side of your ankle. Absolutely. When you have a real bad high ankle sprain, you're you're tearing the ligament that holds the tibia and uh, fibula together. That's like your you know your chicken wing bone of your shin. Yep. yep. And it feels like it's spreading apart, and then it'll feel like you're collapsing on your ankle. Mm-hmm. It is not a good injury. That's why it takes a long time. It does. These guys are heavy, so imagine if you can't hold these two together. Your, your, your two, sh- you know, the two bones in your shin are pulling apart and you're collapsing on it. It just, it's not good. It's never fun. I've had that injury yeah. and it's not cool. Yeah. High ankles suck. And then Groot's coming off of that. Now he's missed what three games. So he's three got games. a month rest. Yep. Um, you know, Ed Oliver missed three games for a high ankle. Kumaro missed three games for a high ankle. Obviously Ed Oliver's back full action. Kumaro re-injured his. They're very tricky. You know what I mean? So um, I'm sure they want to take their time with Groot. It's been a month. Let's see if he gets back on into practice this week. It would be great to see him come back, especially with Vaughn out. Um, and then no one really knows what's going on with Epinesa. He didn't really, like, show much on That's film fun. that he got hurt. And then he had two mysterious foot and ankle injuries last year that he got hurt in practice and then missed mm-hmm. the game. He must have some, like, chronic condition in there. He might, and he might be something like a cartilage. And if he plants on it wrong, it gets swollen or something. So I don't know. Well, All I know is Epinesa's Allen – Groot, I think, is a stretch to get him back. Von Miller's out, so now we're down to what? Boogie Basham and uh, and what's Mike his name? We're gonna go Boogie Basham, Mike Love. We're we're really Shaq Lawson right now. Shaq Lawson, man, we get into the depth. Could could they move at Oliver outside? They but, might. Have, we did it last year. We I know a lot of times. That's good content for you, Rico. We <laughs> pulled the clips from that Jets game, and he had that awesome we'll, pass rush. I'm telling you, man, we'll see how uh, how it plays out, man. Like uh, McDermott. And um, this crew, they've, they've got some things to shuffle around. The great thing about it is we've got good depth uh, on this team, and this depth that we have is solid depth, uh, especially on the defensive front. So we'll see yeah. what McDermott decides to do. But, man, you came in, and you pretty much broke it down for us, man. Like, listen, I'm going to take a line from my friend Zbot. Listen, we're always so much better. We're so much smarter when you come on the show and you educate us on what these injuries entail and how this is going to help affect us going forward. So Alex, my man, you are the man. I appreciate you always. Happy to help. Absolutely, man. Uh, what, you said, that, what, you, what was the last part you just said there? I love doing this. I, oh, this, this. I always I followed you guys back in the day. I'm one of the original followers. Absolutely, man. You got the passion and, for uh, it. I reached Perfect. out to Bobby one day. I was like, hey, you got some bad medical information up there. And he's like, oh, you want to help us? And then. Here we are. Been with you ever since. I love it, man. Hey, listen, and we we very much appreciate it. And the beautiful yeah. thing about it is uh, we're going to get off the injury talk, and I'm going to have you for a couple more minutes because I, I want your thoughts on this. This win that we just yeah. we gutted out this win. Injuries aside, man, uh, are you encouraged by what this 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 team has gone through the last five days? Um, or are you still do – you, do you have some trepidation? Are you still concerned about what you've seen from these bills? Uh, there's definitely chinks in the armor, but there we're loaded with abilities to make excuses right now. Um, but you're right. A win's a win. And to be honest, listen, last year there was way too many blowouts that, you know, and then the team got in a rut. 
I like the adversity. I'm all about it. I ah. think it builds character. Sharp, iron sharpens iron. And uh, you'll be more battle-tested for the playoffs for sure. So as long as, like, we're not losing too much more talent with injuries that they aren't coming back, I mean, because right. you can't really, like, if you lose too much talent, you know we're screwed. But You know that. Um, I like the adversity. I like that they're learning how to, like, dig stuff out because you're not going to blow many teams out in the playoffs. And I think this is just great learning curve for the team. I think it's great, man. I think that we needed – I mean, I didn't like – and this is the best way I can explain it. The Browns game, it was one of those games where we had it in full, in, in control, and we allowed them to make it a game. We allowed them to come back in this. This one, they gave us a fight, but we we solidified. We had to come back and take it and make yeah. sure that we solidified it. So it was a good win to have. Too close for my liking, but you know what? This is the NFL. And like you said, yeah. adversity gets this team stronger and better and closer. So hopefully that's the case uh, that, uh, that that goes forward. So yeah. my, big, my big bone to pick with like right. – Pick your bone, bro. It's like everyone wants to look at like the big picture. That's great for like stats and, and MVP stuff. But this is like a week to week league. I mean, you got to look at what a team's done the past two weeks. They could be a totally different team than the start of the year. That's what we're dealing with. We're obviously not as good as we were early in the year. And we're running into a Lions team who's red hot, who had had their shit together. Right. You know what I mean? So now you got a much more even matchup than you, it would have been on paper at the start of the year. So I'm not surprised it was close. I'm glad they dug it out. They had some big plays. It, Josh Allen's still evolving as like a human. So absolutely. It was good for him. And this Lions team, I mean, people want to talk about the Lions and they 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 have a, a, a sense of like, and some people want to dish. I mean, that's what they thought of the Bills, right? Oh, we're playing the Bills, man. We're going to walk right through these guys. These guys are terrible. That used to be the case. Now that we've, we've really come along these days, now it's like, shit, we are playing the Bills. We got to go at it. These Detroit Lions, they took it to the Philadelphia Eagles the first week. Yeah. The, Eagles, the Eagles won that game 38-35, right? Then the- yeah, I think Lions only put up one stinker. Uh, I think that was the New England game. I'm t- they might not have had, like, uh, that St. Brown guy playing that game. That's I mean, right. He was out for a little while. So. 100%. They, they, they put yeah. two stinkers up. They put one against the uh, the Patriots where they lost that one 29 nothing. Then they, then they went the next week and put up six points. But for the most part, man, they've done really, really well. The Vikings, they they fought to the Vikings right to the end. The Seahawks, they fought with the Seahawks right to the end, 48-45. Yeah. They've stayed in every single game uh, going forward. So kudos to the Lions, man. They pushed us. They pushed us. They got something special yeah. over there. So uh, it's nice to see that this team goes through the adversity. We won it. Now we have some time to kind of chill and get some practice in, and then we go from there, man. So, Alex, you're the man. I appreciate you always, and uh, we'll try to get you back on and uh, talk less injury and more football next time. I'd love to get your thoughts more on the football game, uh, but uh, we'll 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 definitely do this next week. That's for damn sure. Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. That's my guy, Good Alex. Here we go. Give him I whip the, the thigh out next week. I'm wearing pants right now. Uh, you know what? That's fine. We'll take it. Right. We'll take it. <laughs> I know you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk, talk to you soon. soon man. That's our guy, Mr. Alex, um, the thigh, the thigh doctor, man. This guy, he knows his stuff, man, and we're we're better for it when this guy comes on, man. So uh, salute to my guy, Alex, and uh, smash that like for him. Don't smash it for me. And uh, smash for the Buffalo Fanatics, man. So listen, man, let's get into it, man. We need to get to the good, the bad, the ugly in this uh, this, this 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 game that we just had yesterday. And I, and I want to I want to re- rehash some of the things that we that we had in this game, man. And there is. Um, I like that space audit. He calls him the thigh daddy. Well, thigh daddy came through and handled business. So I uh, appreciate you, my G. Uh, so this game, man, we got to give credit. A lot of people, like, we're not giving enough credit to the Detroit Lions. Detroit 
really pushed us, man. They're they're not far away. They're, they remind me of the Bills, man. We were inching closer and closer to being more of a complete team, right? We got our quarterback, and we what we what did we do? We had a, we dedicated a whole draft to the defensive side of the ball, right? We picked up on defensive fronts, and we got our linebackers, and we like we built this team on the defensive side of the ball, and we started adding pieces on the offensive side of the ball, and then we are the team we are right now, competitive and uh, very overall solid team. The Detroit Lions aren't far, man. They're not far. They got a de- the defense got to step up a little bit. I think they need some corners that can lock stuff down. Their pass rushers, they'll get some pass rushers in there over time. Jared Goff is adequate enough to get the job done for those boys. Um, and they got a run game. So it, they got some some they got some backs back there. So these guys are not far away, and they pushed us. They pushed us, man. Also, we're dealing with some injuries. We get that part. But it was just nice for our guys to just come through in the clutch. And that we did. Speaking of clutch, uh, let's talk about the good, man. The good, the bad, the ugly. Let's get into the good of this game. Let's let's get let's get right into it, man. The good of this game is when you have number 17 hitting number 14. This guy right here, you know what I'm saying? This guy right here. Love this guy. I love the addition of Stefan Diggs every day that this guy's on the squad, man. And we're year three of Stefan Diggs on this team, man. And I love every bit of it. This this guy's an OG. It's as simple as that, man. And when you have somebody as passionate as that dude that tells you, look my way, I'm that dude, I am him, all that bullshit, like, that man lived it in that game. And he says, yo, when it's crunch time, you know where I'm at. And he came in in the clutch on a 36-yard zip, caught that football while being hit, while being groped, gets the first down and some, you know what I'm saying, and gets us to the sticks, and the rest is history, man. We make a couple more plays, and we seal the game with a field goal. Boy, oh boy, was that a gutsy play, right? But you that's what chemistry is about. When you have a guy that you know what he's doing, you know how he breaks, you know everything about him, and that happens, it is so nice to see. It is so nice to have an elite receiver on this team. It makes all the difference. Like my man Jay Sartori just said, man, 17 plus 14 equals 14 E's at a dub. Let's take it. Let's go, man. And I love every bit of it. So salute to Josh Allen, salute to freaking Stefan Diggs, man. And what a player that man is. That that boy is just a dog. That boy is a dog. Now, let's get to the good. The good, and as much as I I want to, I don't want to shit on Ken Dorsey because he had some moments where I'm like, man, Ken, what are you doing? But when it counted the most, Ken dialed up the plays that got us that dub. You got to give him, you got to give it to him, man. He looked into his bag and was like, what's the best play that I can call right now that's going to put my team in position? And he made that call. Josh Allen made the right read, and the rest is history. So salute to Ken Dorsey for, you know what I mean, drawing up the best play possible to get us in position to win, and he did that. Do I have some reservations on some of the play calls he had that game? Absolutely. But he dialed up what we needed. He dialed up what we needed, and we got it done. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, although shaky in this game, you know what I'm saying? He had some moments where, you know, the ball's a little behind or inaccurate. Some say he's de- he's still dealing with the elbow injury, and that he could still be. Uh, who knows? But the, mat- the fact of the matter is this, man. He had to dig deep, knowing what he's been going through, and, you know what I mean, he had to use his legs. And here's the thing, man. We, me and my man Pierre talk about this all the time. Bobby, Bobby, we talk about this all the time. Me, Pierre, and Bobby all the time, right? And just recently we were talking about there isn't a quarterback 
like Josh Allen in the league right now that can do what he does, right? Think about it. Pat, Patrick Mahomes is fantastic. We already know about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is nothing like Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen, can he's an elite runner with the ball. When he, At quarterback, he's an elite runner with the ball, and he's an elite passer with the football. How many guys do you know that can do the things that Josh Allen can do? You know what I'm saying? Right now, look, look around the league right now. There's nobody that can do it. Let's, let's go back in time, right? Big Ben could throw the football, but he's not even close to being as athletic and as dominant as Josh Allen, right? Go to Mike, guys like Mike Vick. Mike Vick was an athlete like you would not believe. You know what I'm saying? Goat when it comes to running with the football and be, but he was not the passer, the passer that Josh Allen is. The dude is just unreal. So we, it, there hasn't been a quarterback, unless I'm wrong, or unless there's someone that I'm missing that I'm not talking about, but there hasn't been someone like Josh Allen. So we're in unfamiliar territory. We don't know how to take this guy, man. Don't run the football. But how can you tell him not to run the football when he's that good at running the football? Lamar Jackson can't tell that man not to run the football, but he cannot pass the football like Josh Allen can. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 different, right? Some might say Cam Newton. Cam Newton might be the, the closest thing to Josh Allen. And you know what? That might be. That might be. That might be the closest thing. But there's something about Josh Allen that Cam Newton just couldn't do and doesn't have you feel me but physically that might be the closest thing big body can run the football the way they do i mean the rest is history you already know what it is man cam could do it but cam might be the closest one and if you look at their i mean obviously you can't really compare them now because one's out of the league and one's thriving and 26 years of age but like i don't know if cam you know what i'm saying what could could be doing what josh is doing right now driving i mean he had, I think, what, one solid season, maybe two solid seasons with the Panthers, you know what I'm saying, where he had them in a winning position. Obviously, 2015 was a fantastic year. But after that, never really had his team, like, you know what I'm saying, in, in solid, solid contention. Now, I might, I don't want to be recent. I don't want to be in a recency bias situation. I don't want to be because I love Cam. Um, but, like, nothing like a guy like Josh Allen, man. The dude is, what, 161 touchdowns? Nine, nine to ten to nine to ten touchdowns away from having the most touchdowns total in his first five years. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's just it's just nice to know that we have a guy like him, and uh, it's just uh, it's impressive, right? The guy is just amazing. So once he gets right, once he gets healthy, fully healthy, he's damn near unstoppable. Damn near unstoppable. And uh, how could you tell him to not do this and not do that, man? You just gotta let that boy fly. You got to let him fly, man. And uh, we're, we're watching something that we have not seen in a long time. This good, this efficient at the same time. So salute to Josh Allen. Salute to that digs, that connection. Um, that's uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. It's a beautiful thing to watch when it's, it's on the bills. That's what I love about this most. Now, going into this game, clutch play from Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that you need to make a play. Knowing that you need to get to the sticks. Knowing that. You know what I'm saying? The last couple of weeks has been horrible. You haven't been able to, you haven't been, you have not been able to practice with your quarterback and all those things. And you dial up that plane, you you zip that thing right into the Stefan Diggs. You gotta love it. And I got a I got a comment uh from a Lions fan. And you don't really as a see, as a obviously as a Bills fan, 
we're, we're reaping the benefits of having a, a solid quarterback. And there was a comment today um, under the live show that I did yesterday. And it was a Detroit fan. I got to try to find that comment. And it, it kind of, it's, it's, it's cool because it puts things in perspective as to uh, how teams are feeling and how we used to feel at one point when we just, we never had, you know, that quarterback. So this, I'm going to try to find this, this comment here uh, from this Lions fan. And, uh, and I got I got to try to break down. So he, it's coming from him. He's a Lions fan here. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But you don't realize it until somebody breaks it down and tells you, man, dude, and I'm paraphrasing before I try to find it. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, dude, I'm a Lions fan. And thank you for giving us props because people don't want to give us props. They keep thinking that we're the Lions of old. And when they think the Lions, they think of, oh, we're just going to walk all over them, right? And in this case, it's not the type of Lions. It's not the same Lions team. They got a well-coached team. Dan Campbell's coaching this team very well. And in they're fighting. And pretty much he was saying, like, you guys have a freaking special quarterback, man. And he's like, in my lifetime, I wish that I can get a quarterback like yours so that I, I have a team that I can root for and really love, man. And for the longest time, we never thought we were going to get that. We were always looking at Tom Brady whooping our ass every second second day. And it was it just garbage. For 20 years, man, Tom Brady was whooping our ass. And we were wondering, when the heck are we going to find a quarterback that's going to at least give us an opportunity? And we have that in Josh Allen. And there's some franchises franchises that just would wish they had something like that, but they don't, you know what I'm saying? So like, we're, we're lucky enough that we have that and uh salute to Josh Allen salute to this whole squad, man. We're eight and three. And it's just a matter of, uh, of time where we put things together. We're going to start getting healthy somewhat soon. Uh, it sucks that we lost Von Miller and he's probably going to be gone for the next four or five weeks. And if, if he can gut it out and we can get him for the playoff, cause that's exactly what we wanted him to be a closer and come back. Um, hopefully that's what we get. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me stick with the good uh, in this game. Uh, Devin Singletary continues to be the RB one. And it was really nice to see that he got what? 78%. Uh, he was a snap count of 78%. And uh, dude had what? Like over 14, 14 touches in this last game. So, and he's on pace, believe it or not. Devin Singletary is on pace. If he rushes for like 40 yards a game, 40 to 42 yards a game going forward, he's on pace for a thousand yards. He's not reached over a thousand yards rushing just yet. So believe it or not, he's on pace to get to a thousand yards rushing. So salute to my man, Devin Singletary. You can't even hate. There's no way you can hate on this man. The guy keeps his mouth shut, puts his head down and gets the job done. And he's and it's not like he can't run between the tackles. He's doing it all, man. At five foot seven, two hundred and what, ten pounds, give or take, not even two hundred five. And he's and he's doing it. Solid, solid, solid dude, man. I just want to kind of see what the statistics look like for my man, um, Devin Singletary. So Devin Singletary right now is uh, is sitting at five hundred and fifty two yards rushing right now. If I'm looking at this correctly. Yep, he's sitting at 552 yards rushing. So, listen, man, we're uh, we're getting there. And uh, all-purpose yards, he's at six, almost 700 yards all-purpose. So 550, uh, 550 uh, for yards rushing right now. And uh, how many? He's like our third leading receiver, <laughs> fourth leading receiver. He's got 226 yards receiving. So my man, all-purpose yards, he can get to a thousand yards. Excuse me, I wanted to rephrase that. All-purpose yards, a thousand yards. 
Uh, I'd love to see him rush for a thousand yards, but hey, man, he's got to have some big games going forward to get that. But we're we're there, man. It's nice. It's nice to see um, Devin do his thing. Obviously, Stefan Diggs is doing his thing. He's got eleven 1, hundred yards right now, and uh, our leading tackler is Demar Hamlin. So some guys are stepping their game up. Some guys are stepping their game up, and uh, it's it's lovely to see. It's lovely to see. Now, I don't want to sit here and tell and tell you all the good. If, you, if there's something that I'm missing about how what good we have, uh, jump in there. Here's another thing that's good. With the injuries that we've had to the old line, Mitch Morse out. Deion Dawkins gets hurt. We're mixing up the line. You got to give the line credit for holding their water because on that last play, on that last play, if you saw it, man, Josh Allen had the time. They gave that man time. That man got, you stepped up in the pocket, had the time, surveyed the field, and did a, a and struck a beautiful pass to Stefan Diggs. If you don't have the time with Mitch Morse out, Deion Dawkins out, you got David Questenberry, you got Ryan Bates out of position right now, playing center, and you've got uh, Greg Van Rotten, you had the heart in the game. Listen, man, we had a mixed match of linemen on that, on that line. And the fact that they gave enough time for Josh Allen to make that play and win that game, kudos to the O-line for holding it down, even with some, some big-time injuries. So uh, shout-out to them on this squad. If I'm missing something on the good, keep it coming. Keep it coming to me. Let me know, uh, and uh, we'll go from there, man. But uh, right now, this is what it is, man. That's another one. Here's another good, man. Uh, Bill's run D still held the line to 100 yards rushing. We had what? Uh, how many yards did they have rushing? They had like 98, 97 yards rushing. So once again, once again, this, this defensive front stepped up again. They stepped up against the, the Cleveland Browns with arguably the best running back in the game. And then they follow it up uh, by, you know what I'm saying, by putting the clamps on the run against the, on the lines, right? Jamal Williams leads the league in 13 uh, touchdowns. So you know they got some guys, they, they're potent enough to get, in the, to get in the end zone, and which they did, but we kept them under wraps, under 100 yards. We're averaging, we are averaging what 106 yards against against the run and we had these guys under that so kudos to the run defense once again they stepped their game up and uh, did what they needed to do and we got the w like i said man nobody's gonna give a damn how we got this win fact is we got the win we, we lost some soldiers uh in in this game we did lose some soldiers and uh but uh listen the win is what matters at the end of the day our offense is relatively healthy other than uh, Dawkins going down and Mitch Morris might be back next week. You never need, never know. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, we got a big game coming up ahead with the Patriots. And the Patriots look pretty damn good against the Vikings, but the Vikings pulled off that vic- that victory. So um, AD says, yo, what kind of clown goes into another team stream? <laughs> it's all good, man. These guys are welcome. Y'all are all welcome to the stream, brother. Y'all are all welcome. So uh, kudos to this Bills team. They, they're resilient. They came through, put, put some plays together. And finished off the game with a W. That's what matters, man. Coach was, was thrilled. They got their victory Friday. Everybody got to go home and hang out. And that was and that was great for the team, man. Uh, Soul Man. What's up, Soul Man? Soul Man comes in. Says, uh, the good. Bills can win without Allen having a great game. We're a team. And uh, with, ha- uh, sorry, we're a team. Um, and have the help. We have to help him struggle. We have to help him when he struggles. And that's exactly what we did, man. There's going to be moments where Josh Allen has a god-awful game. There is going to be. But uh, listen, man, it's it is what it is, man. You got to make it work. You got to do what you got to do. That's where everybody comes in. Now, let's go to the bad. The bad. Um, let's put it this way, man. The bad. We we allowed the D. De- I mean, 
no no stress no 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 shade on Detroit but we allowed we allowed these guys to kind of like you know what I mean convert on those fourth downs man fourth down they went four for three for three on fourth down you know what I'm saying on fourth down conversions where we couldn't you know what I mean got to stop because the last two weeks we got stops man Minnesota game on the on the freaking one yard line stop Kirk Cousins tried to put it in there we stopped that against the Browns fourth and inches fourth and one twice they went for it we put the clamps on them you know what I'm saying? So it's not like we can't do it. It's favorable to the other team, but we were able to, you know what I mean, put the clamps on those guys. And we let Detroit go three for three on fourth down. So we got to we gotta clean that up a little bit, uh, get these get these guys in, in long, you know what I'm saying, third and long, so we get these boys off the field, right? Um, but hey, listen, man, this is, this is a game of analytics sometimes, and they tell you that you got to go for it on fourth and one on your own 33, which is bold. Detroit Lions did that on 33, going for it, and they converted. So we got to get these guys off the field sooner. But, I mean, listen, you're not going to win them all. We're not going to win them all. So uh, that stood out to me in terms of, you know I mean, things that we can clean up. Um, something else that was bad in this game that that stood out to me. Uh, we're still, we're still, I'm still seeing some, some play call challenges that I'm not a fan of. Uh, Ken Dorsey, and we could be hard on Ken Dorsey, but this is no excuse whatsoever. You got to give it to him. It's his first year officially the new guy calling plays. First six weeks, we were fantastic. We were praising him and all that stuff. And he still should be praised, right? But there are moments where you're like, man, we're looking too predictable. I can see that play coming along. I can see that thing coming from a mile away. Oh, it's a let me guess. It's a run pass option on third and whatever. I knew that was coming. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that looking quite predictable. So if we can, we can, you know what I mean? Slow, I mean, get a little more creative, I suppose, uh, or keep these guys off balance. It'd be great. But too many times that I know that that play was coming. I knew, I knew that play was coming. My man, Antonio Dingo says, yo, damn, that Rico don't waste no time. Every, every, everything is bad. Nah, not everything's bad, man. Not everything's bad. But we, there's some good, there's some bad and some ugly. You can't tell me in this game everything was good. You can't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but, you, I mean, we got to keep it, we got to keep it real. You got to be critical on your team. I love the win. Don't get me wrong. I love the win, but there are things that this team knows that they can clean up. And when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, I think we can get a little more creative, right? I think we can get a little more creative. But uh, for nonetheless, man, we we dug it out. We got the win. And uh, that's what matters. Um, when it comes to more bad play, um, defensively, we we were missing some guys, man. You can tell the void that uh, that we missed with – Obviously, Tremaine Edmonds being out. A lot of the middle is open. Amon Ross St. Brown went for nine for 122. And that's everywhere, man. He was on, like, listen, it was either he was getting the ball on the outside or he was torching us on a slant or a, a comeback or whatever the case is. So Edmonds being away does affect this defense. So um, I would have loved to see a lot more, you know what I'm saying, team togetherness and trying to compensate for his loss but we we allowed some big chunk plays but that's gonna happen this is the nfl man they're gonna look for your your weaknesses and they're gonna exploit them and that's exactly what we did so hopefully with the return of tremaine edmonds hopefully next week against the patriots which is gonna be a tough one uh we get to minimize those those big plays in the middle um what else stood out to me as as something that was like oh man that's bad um not not too much man it's just one of those games where this was higher scoring than we would have liked the other team to score on us straight up. You know what I'm saying? It, it was what just one of those hard times, but it is what it is. Um, if we go to ugly, 
if I'm gonna go to ugly, the ugly was, and I hate to do it to the brother, man, but Dane Jackson is having a rough couple games. Dane Jackson is having a rough couple games, man. And it started stemmed, it started off with the Vikings game. I mean, we got our asses beat in that Vikings game. Then you come in and and last week, just Amari Cooper just took you to town. And then this week it didn't stop. Amara Sam Brown was just on your ass. You feel me? So it's tough, man. Like I feel for the brother because he's learning. It's his first year starting. I know it's three years in the game, but his first year as a, as a legitimate starter. But Dane Jackson, man, he's getting um, he's having a tough time. He's having a tough time. I don't want to sit here and say, yo, he's trash. He's a bum. He's having a very tough time. And uh he's better than what he's been showing us. We know that he's better than what he's been showing us, but when you're drawing the number one receiver on every team, you've got a tall task ahead of you. Now, that's where Leslie Frazier has to come in and give him a little hand and, you know what I mean, a little more zone maybe potentially um, to kind of save him a little bit. But uh, Dane Jackson, boy, he's uh, – and it's not just him, man. Christian Benford, the whole defensive backfield, man, the whole defensive backfield, we, we've got to tighten up. we got to tighten up. But more specifically, Dane Jackson, been, he's been the, the butt of uh, getting everybody's freaking best receivers. But that's what you're going to get, man. You're the number one guy. You know what I'm saying? Aside from Kyrie Elam being on the field and aside from Trey, Trey on the field, you're the guy. So you're going to draw the best guys. And, and it's it is revealing to us that we got some work to do. You know what I'm saying? We got some work to do. Now, he's just going to have to take his lumps. That's just the way it is in this game, man. That's the way it is. You got – this is the beauty of the game of, of the game of sports. Not even football, just sports. You can have – a bad moment, you can have a bad game, but the beautiful thing about this game is you have next week to correct yourself. You have next week. So right now, you can't go by the last few weeks. It's been rough. So he's got the next few weeks. He's got the next week to correct it. We're going up against the Patriots. Nelson Aguiar's got some speed. Um, they got, uh, who's uh, one of the, their better receivers out there? Um, his name is not coming to me. But anyway, they got some, they got some, they got some decent receivers in that squad. So we just, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have to get it together and buckle down and make shit, make shit work because Macaroni Jones is coming through and Macaroni Jones is getting some confidence in his ass right now. So he's getting some confidence. So we got to make sure that we take that confidence away from him. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is coming through. Jacoby Myers, that's who else I was trying to get to. Jacoby Myers is playing pretty, pretty well for that guy, for that team. That's their leading receiver. So you're going to be drawing Jacoby Myers. So get ready. You know what I'm saying? Get ready. De- Devontae Parker. Big time receiver, bigger boy. You're gonna have to get ready for Devontae Parker. You know, Aguiar's got some speed in the in the slot. So this defensive backfield, it's not gonna stop, man. And the fact that uh, we're we're losing Von Miller next week, I don't know what the deal was with Greg Rousseau. Is he returning? So our our major pass rushers, our leading pass rushers, are now not on the field. Our leading pass rusher is Von Miller. Next after that is Greg Rousseau. So you got that's that's what ten sacks right there gone. 11 sacks gone. So we're going to have to we're going to have to collectively come together as a defense and get this thing going, man. Hunter Hunter uh, Hunter Henry uh had a had a solid game. John Lou Smith out there is an athletic tight end that can get things done. So we're going to have to be very disciplined in this game, man. Very disciplined in this game. But for the most part, man, I'm not going to lament and say how I mean, we're 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Terrible with this or that. Listen, man, we got out there. We got that win. That is what matters at the end of the day. And uh, we're, we're going to have an actual opportunity to practice and get together and be there. So hopefully we smooth things out and get back on track. And, uh, you know, I mean, get back to the things that we're supposed to do, man, and win football games, man. So we're 8-3. and three. Texans uh, go, we're playing the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, the Patriots losing is, is, is always nice. And uh, obviously, the Jets, uh, the Jets should win their next game. I think, who are the Jets playing? The Jets are playing the Bears. So we'll see how that plays out. Defensively, they're a very good team. And we'll see how that plays, man. But uh, for the most part, man, we are where we are, man. We are where we are. Am I, like, here's a good question, man. Are, are we worried about this team? And it's a legitimate question. This question goes to my, my guy, Ronald Ringler. Uh, Ringler, talk to me. Are we, are, we, are we stressed? Richard Forbes, talk to me, man. Are, do you guys feel stressed about this team? Do you feel good about where we are? Kirk, 58, talk to me, man. How do you guys feel? This, this is for the whole chat. Are you guys content with where we are as a team right now, where we're sitting as a team? Are you guys stressed out? Or do you feel like, you know what, man? Sometimes you got to go through these valleys. And right now we're going through a valley and uh, we'll get right back to it and we'll be fine. We'll be good to go. It's uh, it, it happens, man. It really happens, man. We got to we're going to lose some games, man. There's no way that you thought that we we're going to go undefeated all, all game. There's no way we're not going to do it, man. Uh, my man, Mike B says, yo, Rico, I'm worried about KC in the postseason. I mean, and KC should be worried about us too, because the last time we faced KC in the regular season, we've beaten them. They're 0-2. So it's not like we can't play with these guys. We can play with them. You know what I'm saying? So, and uh, the playoffs is obviously a different ball game because we saw what happened last week, last year, excuse me, where we took them right to the end and it took overtime for them to get through it. I mean, 13 seconds. We already know. I'm not trying to rehash it, but we know what's good. So it's not like we can't play with these guys. We can't play with them. And, and listen, man, let's not sit here and act like Kansas City, you know what I mean, haven't had their struggles. Because Kansas City has had their own struggles as well as we. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're eight and two, but like they barely got out of some games, man. If we're really going to talk about these Kansas City Chiefs, they barely got out of some games. I'm like, look at, let's look at the games that they play, right? They play the Cardinals. The Cardinals are ass, and you know that. They didn't have D Hop at the time. They beat them in the first game, right? They, they barely beat the Chargers 24, 27 to 24, right? Then they lost to the Colts. Then they beat the Buccaneers. That was a high scoring game for them. Then they barely got out of the Raiders game. You remember that game? They won. They barely got out. They, they won on a field goal. Barely. And the Raiders, you see what's going on with the Raiders. And then we, we beat them. And then they went against the 40. They beat the 40 the 49ers. But the 49ers then and the 49ers now are two different teams right now. Obviously, we know that. 
and then they beat the Titans with Malik Willis at quarterback. Like, let's cut it out. They only beat them 20 to 17. They just barely got out of the Jaguars game. And then they barely got out of the Chargers game. So every game that these guys are playing, it's not like they're blowing teams out. They're definitely not blowing teams out. So it's it's easy for to talk about, you know, I mean, their record, they're 8-2 and they're looking good, but they're barely getting out of these things, man. What they're doing is they're finishing their games. They're finishing their games. And that's what we have to do against the Detroit Lions. Finish the game. You know what I'm saying? The dub is what we get. But let's not act like the Chiefs are blowing teams out. Like they're not blowing any teams out, man. And right now they got the Rams, the Bengals, the Broncos, and Texans next. I mean, that that uh, that schedule is is not a tough schedule. So, listen, they they we just got to get to the playoffs. What we need to do is get to the playoffs. We need to get that number one spot, that number one seed, and then we can go from there. But one game at a time, one game at a time. You know what I'm saying? We took some losses, and the losses that we took, we know why we lost those games. So it's not like we got blown out. Because we did. Uh, Antonio Dingo says, uh, Rico, did you notice that when the Bills play KC, that's when Davis plays a big game? Well, Davis at this point is, uh, they're trying to, they're starting to figure out Mr. Davis. They're starting to figure out what he does well and what he doesn't. I mean, Patrick Peterson broke it down pretty damn good, man. Davis runs four routes. Go route, post route, the comeback, and you saw maybe a drag, occasionally a drag. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and here's the wifey. Wifey's been feeling good. Wifey, how are you? You want to say what's up? You gonna get a chair? So yeah, man. So it's it's one of those situations where uh, at the end of the day, man, we are where 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 we need to be with what injuries we've been. You know I mean we've been taking? We've been taking some injuries. I don't know what kind of wine she drinks. Let me take some of that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty smooth. It's not bad at all. But yeah, man. Um, this is your opportunity, man. So if you guys have any questions, concerns. Uh, about this team, let me know. What are you concerned about? If you're concerned, talk to me about what, what you're concerned about. You want to drop? <laughs> if you want to uh, to know what uh, what uh, what concerns you have on this team, go ahead and uh, and jump in there and let me know. Real talk. What's that? Do I know what what? The predictions. Uh, for next week, we're gonna we we kind of did it. We did it already. Uh, we talked about uh, what we're gonna do this week, and uh, and wifey's asking questions if we did our our pickums. We already did our pickums. Our pickums are already in, so we're gonna let's rehash them if we want to. Uh, obviously, Buffalo won, so we already picked that one right. And then I got oh shit. Okay, so Dallas over Giants, we picked that one. We knew that was gonna happen. Brian Dable's on a three game lose streak, I think, right now. So we got that one right. We got the Bills over the. Uh, the, the Bills over the Lions, right? And then we got the Vikings over Pats. So we're three for three. Or some people like to say, who's we? We as in who? If you don't want to call we, then it's me. But we, because we do this every week, we're three for three. So, so far, we're looking pretty damn good, folks. We're looking pretty damn good. Uh, hold on. I got my man, uh, Dan Brown, that sent a super chat, and I missed that super chat. Dan Brown, what's up, Dan? Dan comes in, yo, it's going to be a rough month. But if we can get healthy come playoff time, which we should, it'll be easier also. We're one KC loss from taking the one seed. I'm telling you, man. And KC, they they've been barely getting out of some games, man. So if I mean, I'm not too confident in the Rams right now. Um, so but maybe they'll play them tough. I don't know how, but maybe they do. Maybe Aaron Donald comes in. I don't know if Aaron Donald is even healthy right now, but we'll see. And then they got the Bengals after that, and then that's a rematch. And then they they got the Broncos. The Broncos can't score for shit. And then they got the Texans. So I don't know, man. And then the Seahawks and the Broncos again. It's weird, man. We'll see. And then they got the Raiders again to be determined at what uh, when they're going to do it. So we'll see, man. 
But uh, we're not far, man. We are not far. We just got to keep digging in. And we get that number one seed is great. Uh, who played that shit? I feel like I played some of that shit. Wifey's saying that we played that shit last game. You think we played that shit? You know how frustrating it was? Wifey, listen, man. Jenna. Oh God, I'm Je- so annoyed. I'm like, Jenna is hey. not very good with, like, with what we, we, listen, we've been dealing with the Rams. Excuse me, you got me saying the Rams. We've been dealing with the Bills uh, for years, giving us these games where we think we have it, and then they do Billsy things that cost games and make us lose. I mean, how many how many of those games have we played? Have we seen? I mean, the one game that I can that stands out to me all the time is the Monday night football game against the Dallas Cowboys. where We had that thing and we let that thing slip away. How many times have we been in the position where we let games slip away? We haven't been in that. We haven't been there in a, in a long time. We've been more on the winning end. But she she can't take the stress. It makes her go nuts. She can't do it. I have anxiety. I'm hands are sweating. Like last game, I'm like, just make the kick. Yeah. Fucking problem solved. But yeah, well, no. listen. Tyler Bass had Tyler Bass had her stressing out. <laughs> stressing out, man. But that's what these bills sometimes can do and will do. But we are not the bills of old. This is these are these ain't some people say these ain't your dad's bills. These are different bills, man. These are, it's a different time right now. So uh sh- she's not very good at dealing with stress. But like, welcome to be me. <laughs> welcome to being a Bills fan, man. We're we're immune to it. We're immune to it. That like that game was not. That was none of that was necessary. We were C- tackling for shit. Cr says he's with you. He's like, yo, I get stressed out too, man. Yes. I'm like, what? I'm I'm just so seasoned now. Now I'm just like, yo, just get the fucking game done. I can't. Carl Carl Thomas says, oh, I need to have a second mic for Jenna. You know what's funny? I do have a second mic. Let me see if it'll work. Hold on a second. I do have a second mic. <laughs> No, I'm not. No, no, no. That's not happening. No, no. I do. I do have a second mic. I don't want one. I've never. I've never really had to like plug it in. No, but yo, you, is... they want to hear you though. You know what? I'm, I'm not gonna say it though. Okay. You have to speak up for the mic. So many. That's what she said. Yeah. Well, she's very inappropriate. She was like, "I can sit on." What were we gonna say? That's not what I was gonna say. Maybe. Maybe not. But you're right though. I should get another microphone. But I mean, how often does she come on to to talk? So I gotta bring the mic. Not since we had a baby. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing that's going on right now. And listen, if you're going to talk, you have to speak in the microphone. Sorry. Speak in the microphone. So I have, I have a question for what you. What are the if, predictions? That's what I want to know. Predictions. Yeah, game predictions. What's the score? For hold on. Well, I mean, we don't. We're we're still. Don't forget, we're still. Uh, we still got Saturday, and then we got the Sunday games that are going on. But here, here's one thing I do want to talk about. Kudos to the American your American team that uh, played the Brits today, the uh, the English, and uh, you guys came out with a nil 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 game. That freaking American team is is uh, is a good team, man. You guys have a freaking good squad. You guys took you guys took that team right to the end, man. So and and the, and the English team is a very good team. So kudos kudos to you guys, man. Shout out to my man Mikey M. Mikey says, Yo Rico, happy belated birthday. Um, big shout out to Wifey. I'm feeling like you made it. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling like you make another baby. <laughs> Heck no, brother. We ain't we're done with that. Who said that? Man, these bills are gonna give us a heart attack all season. Uh, and this band lose big. Listen, man, you just gotta you just gotta be conditioned enough. You gotta be conditioned enough. My man CR says that the U.S. men's team held their own. They held their own, man. You guys got a good team, man. Number twenty one, Tim Weah. Uh, that boy is nice, man. That boy can play, man. He's he's really nice. And that public uh, number ten, that number ten is nice, man. That boy hit that crossbar. God. 
That would have been a beautiful goal to put that team away, man. Hit the damn crossbar. Yeah. You guys, you guys came close, man. Came close. Uh, if you guys have any questions for wifey, this would be the time to ask it because a lot of times, sometimes you guys ask, yo, where's wifey at? Well, here she is. So you guys have an opportunity to ask her questions um, and she's ready to answer. Are you ready to answer? Yo, your makeup is popping right now. Look at you, huh? You came, you came ready to, to talk ah, to the people. trying to get me pregnant. Nobody's trying to, listen, you're trying to, you're trying to get these boys all hot and heavy on the mic over here. <laughs> Don't fall in my pajamas this weather. My man said, yo, Lou, it says, yo, where the beautiful babies at? Well, yeah, they're all, they're all asleep. Don't jinx it. Everybody, everybody's asleep right now. We have the baby monitor right now, so we're chilling. <laughs> we are chilling. That child's awful. Somebody, yo, somebody, <laughs> saw said, yo, turn the heat up, bro. Yo, she said there's Rico snore. Oh, yeah. Like as soon as his head hits the pillow, like it's she's super annoying. She's so full of crap. Oh, I'm one no. of the quietest sleepers in this house. And she's talking about me snores. She's so full of it. I'm no, like, you know I'm, what? I'm gonna tape it. I'm gonna tape it. You're not gonna tape shit. And then people will know. The minute yeah. your head hits the pillow, it's like mid, it. we're in the middle of a conversation and I hear snoring, and I'm like, oh my man, nice. my man Kirk says, Yo, turn the heat up, bro. Listen, you guys already know what I said about this house. This house is a house that if we don't need to turn the heat up, put a hoodie on. <laughs> Dude, I have a hoodie. I'm freezing. Put, put a hoodie on. And right now, the problem is she doesn't have socks on. So if she's got her socks on, we ain't got to worry about turning the heat up. The heat is just fine where it's at. That's where we're going to keep it that way. No. My man, Dan Brown. What's up, Danny? Danny says, yo, we got to chop it up on the mo the Modern Warfare. Let me know when you recently. Yo, listen, I've been trying to jump on Modern Warfare with you, man. What are you, what are you, stop tripping. If you guys don't, if you guys, I don't know if you guys do Warzone and uh, Modern Warfare 2 on the, uh, on the PlayStation, hit me up. My uh my idol, my idol, my PSN is uh Big Wood, B I G G W O O D, Big Wood. Yeah, Hit me up. This girl used to play. She don't play no more. I know. So I play on the PS, the PlayStation Three. Girl, what please. happens when you give me babies? I get I don't like anymore. Yeah, she used to. That's what she I used, used to, to do. Kill that shit. I used to be so good. Now I'm horrible. So if you guys have any questions for wifey, let her. Uh, these are the times that you can hit her up right now. Uh, my man uh, and Chance says, yo, how do you deal with Rico through a game like yesterday? I don't know how he deals with me. I'm more stressed to watch a game. He shouts and screams, and I'm like, please don't break things. But I sit there like full-blown sweats, anxiety, like, fuck. Like, a game like what just passed, I hate those kind of games because <laughs> I'm like, fuck, just like... She she don't she doesn't do well with it. She does not do well with it. Calls, She's worse. Like, I am worse to watch worse, it. I'm quiet. I'm, I scream, and I'm fucking... I don't, I don't, I don't know about you guys. You I'm stand not, up and pace around and get yeah. fucking angry, and I'm just. I don't know about you guys, man, but I'm not a sit down guy. No, I, I need to around. stand up and walk around. And as I watch the game, I can't sit. And if I, if I do sit, I sit for like five minutes, and I'm back up again. I'm more, I'm usually more in a squat position watching the game. How do you guys? Are you guys? Sit, are you guys a sit down viewer? Or are you a stand up viewer? Um, some people change, man. This one, she sits down and just stresses all day. She can't take it. She definitely can't take it. Uh, let me see. Yeah. I'm just kind of scrolling through. Like, if you have any questions, question. Yo, why is everybody talking about baby making time? <laughs> y'all need to, y'all need to stop that mess. Baby making time. Y'all tripping? Go get sniffed. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> no, which is my point. Not happening. Cr says, "Yo, Jenna year. is a hardworking mom and dedicated Bills fan. Love it. Do you think Josh Allen's elbow is healing? They want to know if you think better. it's healing. Fuck. We did not come this far <laughs> to go like that. I'll be pissed." 
like I hope that us having a son brings some kind of good luck for this year. And if he isn't well, I'm gonna be pissed. Because so? yeah, we got robbed last year. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. It's a tough really game. Fucking angry. It's, it, people still, people still healing. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was like, gonna be really, uh, really mad. Johnny, Johnny says, uh, my wife, my my wife and I sleep in other rooms because I snore. I will go feed the baby in like the middle of the night if he wakes up, and then I will walk close to our room, and if I hear him snoring, I'll turn around and go back and sleep in the baby's room. She's so full of shit. It's not even funny. No. I'm not. Where did I you're, sleep last night? You're, you're Where did I sleep last night? Your turn back around. Where did I sleep? You last came in night? the room at six o'clock a.m. Okay. Uh, somebody said, "Yo." Uh, somebody said, "Is the Wi-Fi?" Who asked that question? Mark says, "Yo, is the Wi-Fi really bad? Um, that bad, or is it Rico's setup?" Oh, I don't know, <laughs> but we do have a new provider. Provider, provider coming in. Yo. Funny enough, we're <laughs> getting rid of these internet, these people that are doing my internet, and we're getting a new, we're getting a new provider. You guys heard me. You guys have seen me. When my shit is all choppy, I get mad vexed. And to the point where now, now we're just getting a new uh, new provider. So December 2nd, we get a new provider and we don't gotta we don't gotta deal with the laggy and the nonsense. Yeah, so Mark Mark Cardenas, I appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. Uh they want to know what you're drinking. What mm-hmm. kind of wine are you drinking tonight? Pinot Grigio, homemade. Homemade Pinot Grigio. This girl goes uh from the neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor actually our neighbors uh, brought their 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 homemade wine that they made at this other place that she's done before. It's delicious. She's all about it. Yeah. Now, wow, now I'm getting hot. <laughs> Sam Sam H says, "Yo, cold house equals the best sleep." Minus it, the snoring. It you know what though the cold house does give you best sleep, but boy, is it ever hard to get up in the morning, boy. It's our it's hard to get up in the morning. I'll tell you, man. That's true. Mikey says, "Yo, hey, hey, wifey, how many times? How many? Hold on a second. <laughs> How many times a game you got to tell Rico, you know, they don't hear you telling them to call all the plays, right? Oh, always. always. <laughs> I know my wife yells at me and uh, and Boardline kicks me out of the house because of my yelling. Mm-hmm. Bam, when I... This is Woodley. This is like, this is what he does on a regular in the game room. It's like this. Yeah. Oh my God, what the fuck? And like just loses it, loses it. And I'm sitting there like, please sit down. Please don't break this. Just, okay. She's okay. right. Okay, stop yelling. You're going to wake the baby. Yeah, and then I'm walking up the stairs to get the child. She's 100. And here's what I'll do too. I don't know if you guys do this, but I'll I'll walk to the screen and say, "You see this?" When they're doing a replay, he should he should have did this, and this is what happened. And look at this guy, and I stole this coming. How many? I don't know how many you guys, but the plays are sometimes so predictable to me. And I said, "Oh my God, look! This slot right here is going to go to right this guy right here, and away it goes." And that's exactly what happens. Right. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But that's when you watch this team so damn much. You just tend to know what they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jeff B says, yo, Rico, y'all might want to slow down with the, the wine. That's what make me. <laughs> Actually, yeah. that was vodka. Yeah, I know. The wine, yeah, the wine, she's she's <laughs> she's pretty deep. She's pretty decent. Yo, Dan, don't just message me. Send me the invite, mother effer. Send me the invite. Say, yo, let's let's play. Don't just say, hey, what's up? <laughs> send oh. me the invite. If you see me on there, send that invite. Let's jump on there, man. For yeah, for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk wants to know who your favorite Buffalo Bill is. Diggs. Stefan Diggs. You know what? She likes Stefan Diggs not because of his skill set. She thinks that he's fine. <laughs> he is fine. She just feels like Stefan Diggs is so fine. That's why she likes Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Ironically, that's the jersey I'm wearing right now. So yeah. That's her. He's a good time. Yeah. That's... No, but other Allen, other than that, like it's Allen. Everybody, it should be everybody's. I used to like um, the snowman. You even used to like him. You don't like him anymore? I feel like I don't like him. 
So rank your top three. Your top three Bills players right now. Right now? Yeah, Stefan Diggs. Jordan Poyer and Josh Allen. Oh, Jordan Poyer's, Jordan yeah, Poyer's on your list? I have a soft side for Jordan Poyer, but I wish that uh, he stepped up a little bit less. A little, we need a little bit more But I Jordan also Poyer. want him to be healthy, so I don't know. Do you? Okay, here's a question for you. Will Jordan Poyer re-sign with the team, or do you think he'll go somewhere I else? I hope he does. Do you think he'll go somewhere else? I hope we pay him. Is he worth it? I think that, yes, I think he's worth it. I think that if we don't, he's not going to stay, and I don't think I can blame him. As to who he goes for. Uh, that's a good answer. I will be mad. Sam, I uh, by the way, can you guys hear Wifey talking, by the way? I hope you guys can. I'm trying to bring the mic as close as I can to her. Uh, Sam H says, I only play retro games. Anybody have a favorite arcade cabinet? I don't do arcade games, so I can't answer that for you, brother. Snake. I don't do the arcade. Um, <laughs> Space Oddity says, are you a Sabres fan? The only we, Sabres we... fan I am is from the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the show. Yeah, she, you guys won't know what that is. But... Uh, <laughs> She is not a Sabres fan. If uh-huh. and her dad would rebuke, like her dad would disown her if she became a Sabres fan. Yes, she she is by association a Leafs fan. Oh, by birth. Yeah, by birth. My dad would. By birth, you're a Leafs fan. Disown. 100%. Uh, Lou says, "Do you play God of War?" No, I I don't play God of War. I should buy the I should buy it though. God, of, I don't really do the fantasy games, man. The fantasy games I used to do back in the day, but my 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 palette for games has changed a little bit. I'm more of like an Uncharted. Uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm more of a. I haven't. I'm gonna get the golf one soon, and I got my my Call of Duty, and I got my Madden. But uh, those are the games I'm doing right now. FIFA, I'm about to get FIFA pretty soon too, because I gotta jump in. I got that that itch for soccer right now. That's gonna be a problem. Sure thing, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my man Terrence Bland says, "Yo, were you always a Bills fan, or did uh, Rico convert you?" Mm. Listen, man. The I, minute. I, she- I, did you have? You I was more of like a Peters fan, but you didn't have a team. Like I didn't before really have you, a team before we met, did you? You didn't follow football though. I did a little bit. Like not was, NFL. I did, but it was like old school. It was like when Brady first came out for blood. So like I didn't play or watch enough to care. No, nah, she. I was working a lot and I didn't care. And then I kind of watched anything, and I was like, I was more people fan. So that was, makes sense. Who was your person? This girl was a Peterson fan. Yeah, Adrian was. Peterson was a, like this girl. It's all about like who's the the good looking good looking brothers, right? So Adrian Peterson was that her was dude. That's my guy. And the boy, boy is nasty. You could play. But, oh, uh, she wouldn't know anything about that. He's just good looking. I <laughs> knew about him. What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I'm just going up one. I'm looking at questions. I would say Rams, and then. Uh, and, yeah, and then, and then it switched the to Buffalo. No, seriously. But For that real? was like, yeah, that was like no, years she's, ago. She's, convert, she's a converted Bills fan. And For a long time. All in. All in. For what uh, it matters now. Mikey says, uh, hey, Wifey, how many times a game you got to tell Rico? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I, read, I read that one. one I, read, I, like, I read that one. 70. Let me see. Uh, somebody said, uh, what's the scouting report on how to find a wife? <laughs> come, come to Canada. It's not hard. We're out here. We're crazy. I don't know if and you know what. I feel like a lot of Americans putting wouldn't be able to put up with Canadian girls. They're fucking crazy. Come to Canada. That's your advice. Yeah. The guy's asking like the scouting report. Give me, give him the scout. What do you, what is he looking for? Like what's a uh... come to Canada? We'll fucking find you. I saw you and I was like shotgun having it. So <laughs> we, our, our Canadian we will girls, approach you. <laughs> are the, all the girls approach you? Yeah, absolutely. All I right. think so. We're so, we're not like I find. I don't want this to come out the wrong way because. It's not all American girls. Like I know, like a lot of American girls are. But I find that American girls compared to Canadian girls, 
are much more bougie. Like they have way, way like more higher expectations for things. Right. Where Canadian girls kind of like, I'm good. I got me. I'll get you too. But like, we're more outgoing. Outgoing? Yeah. yeah. Canadian we're girls way are cool. less like. I know. I know enough guys that come uh, through. Not like, fancy. Oh, I, I need myself a Canadian girl. Yeah. But like, we're pretty down to earth. I suppose. I, I mean, so. it depends. All depends. All That's depends. why I said Somebody's, it depends. I don't know. These females like that, Canadian or not, these females these days, you can't trust them all, man. These females are different. They're built different these days, man. They're acting too too much for me sometimes when I see Excuse these Excuse me? Chicks. You don't need to worry <laughs> about them. <laughs> J, J, uh, Sartori says, yo, I'm the same way as your wife because of the stress, man. I swear, the Bills games are going to give me a heart yes. attack. Yes. Like, last so, game, I was like, hey, I can't even watch this. Like, I had to get up and leave a few times and then come back and, like, what happened? That's and what's then up, man. Left, came back. My man, Soul Man. Yo, you sent me the request. All right, cool, man. My man's name is Munchies. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. Uh, Kim Bet says, uh, you need to record Rico and play it for us. I have before. It's on my every time that there's a game, I have Instagram and I put. What did I put? I have no idea. But you reactions, gotta follow reactions with Rico. You gotta, you, and it's him during the game, and it's fucking. You awesome. have to. Um, you have to. You guys have to like follow her on Instagram for you to guys to pretty much get all my story. Get all her stories because that's where she she you know I me mean, pulls my bullshit. Because I do a lot of bullshit. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you do. Uh let me see what you got. Somebody says, Yo, Rico, do you have an attitude? If if what? If she records me? Nah, never. I think that's what you're trying to say, but I never have an attitude. I'm not a, I'm not the attitude type of guy. No, I'm I'm pretty low key, man. Low key, no you're stress. All right. We good to go. Uh we got a super chat from my man Killian. Killian says, uh, "Viva Las Fe- Viva Las Buffalo Fanatist Fantastics." Uh, says, "I really want Dorsey to be the excuse me. He's like, I really want Dorsey to be the one to unleash unleash Allen's aerosol. But if it has been stale, predictable, and way too long to develop the plays, your thoughts on Dorsey? Um, I like Dorsey, man. I really do like Dorsey. Uh, I think he's starting to people are starting. I wouldn't say people like." Defense is starting to figure out this offense, right? Film is out on what Dorsey likes to call. So now, on third and long, this is, these are the type of plays they like to run. On second and short, these are the type of plays they like to call. So they're trying, they're figuring out our tendencies. So when you figure our tendencies out, that's for Dable to kind of switch things up. But that's also on Allen to kind of check out of a play and put on another play. So I like what Dorsey's doing. He's gonna have to start getting more, a little more creative in the red zone. Red zone is where we are lacking now that's penalties penalties are killing us right now but we when we get into the green zone when we get into the red zone we have to capitalize too many field goals are being are being had and we're allowing these teams to stick together stick into the game we can't have that definitely can't have that great question killian uh good shit my guy let me see what we got mark cardina says yo what if jenna's preferred what is jenna's preferred uniforms all whites all blues or the fable reds blue blue what all blue on blue? blue yeah the blue on blue that's your favorite? Yeah, I hate the white. I don't know why. The white on white you don't like? No, not at all. Really? I don't know why. I know it's weird. <laughs> what about the the white on white on blue? No, I don't like it. What? You asked. I'm telling you what I like. I, know. I like I just, all blue. I just wouldn't. I like the all white. The white on white. That's, well, that's clean. You. <laughs> I'm wearing blue. You're wearing white. I don't all right. Know. I like so blue. you like the blue on blue? I do. I think it like looks. I don't know. It's nice. It's clean. What about the red? The all reds. The colorways. They don't like. You don't like that. No. Some people are really they're gung ho about having the red. The red helmet. I don't mind the red helmet. You don't want you don't like because some people want the red but helmet. I don't like the red all red. No? No. Not a big okay. Not a big fan. I like the all blue. Mark Cardina, this is a great question, man. I wouldn't I didn't realize that she was like a, a blue on blue. 
Uh, let me see. Uh, Bills bets and beers. My man Chad says, your wife, when you join Rico to a Bills game in Buffalo. When my kids get big enough to leave alone. He keeps screwing that up for me. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> now we just had a little one. We have a little one that doesn't sleep through the nights. So, the last uh, time I went to the game, like I have a fucking time. <laughs> that was, uh, we went to several games. The last game we went yeah. to was uh, the San Francisco when uh, Kaepernick, that was Kaepernick's last game. Well, yeah. that we saw that we, yeah. when Sam Frank came to uh, to the I think we beat him like 16 nothing or something like that or 26 nothing. Tyrod was the quarterback mm-hmm. at the time. So, yeah, it's been a while since we've gone to a game together. Yeah, it has been a while. I don't remember a lot of games. Ronald Riggler, my man. Ronald said, <laughs> Jenna deserves kudos for dispensing of that. Cubs. <laughs> Ronnie, I kept saying that. I'm like, stop wearing it. Listen, that hat during your Buffalo Bills that hat podcast. that hat fits me really well. It, it does, and it has other meaning, <laughs> yeah, which they don't know about. And that's there's fine. there's meaning to the hat, but there's like I'm not like die hard about the hat. I mean, yeah. would I have wished it was like a, a B a B on it to signify the Buffalo Bills? Of course, but uh, <laughs> Ronnie hates that hat. But I'm gonna wear it anyway. <laughs> when I wear it, I wear it just for Ronnie, just for Ronnie. Um, Scott Blickley says, I guess his favorite player is Matt Milano. I He's the answer. Uh, Mikey says, "So let's get Wifey's take on the playoffs and chip this year. What she thinks are our chances at this point? What are your, what are our chances oh, of making the playoffs? If you played the way you did last game, not very high. I think you need to get your shit together. But if it's not compared to that, and everybody's healthy, I think you guys have a pretty good chance." Read, uh, Lou wants you to read his comment. Rico, your wife is beautiful and you are not attractive. Oh, well, that's not nice. You're an idiot. <laughs> Lou, I appreciate you, man. Lou, you're you're a good man. That's a that's a that's a fine compliment. Um very kind. Very I'm kind. I just hang on her. She just I make her she she's the she's the eye candy of the whole situation, man. Mm-hmm. She just run she run things, huh? Obviously. Uh let me see what we got here. Let me scroll scroll on through. No, you're cute. You look the same. What who is your favorite like Bills player? Like on the squad right now i'd like to know like some that, people Stephane. no 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 for i'm talking about everybody else like for them to answer that oh, question. Like, uh my favorite is Trey davis white so glad to see him back i like trey white trey white is cool my like right now for me my favorite because it's always tough because i like all the players on the squad but um i'm a i'm a Diggs guy man stefan Diggs is my guy and mm-hmm. it's funny because ironically the last player that i love so much on this team was was um obviously uh my man Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson is my mm-hmm. all-time favorite Bill. And then, and I love the running back position so damn much. You think I'd be like, "Yo, the next running back?" Nah, man. It's been Stevie Johnson. Now it's Stephon Diggs. The, the thing about me, for me to attract, for you to be like, that's the play I rock with. I need passion. And I say I need passion. I need you to love this team, love that. this game, love your teammates. I want you to like bleed Bills. And Diggs, to me, just does that. Like, you got him over here. He wasn't the biggest fan when we came through at first. But the guy is all about it. He's all about he's it consistent. right now. Yeah, man. He's the most. Con- he's one of the most consistent guys on the squad, man. He's a yeah. hard-ass worker. Yeah. So that's why I'm a big fan of, of Diggs, man. Uh, Jay Sartori says, uh, hey, wifey, I get so pissed. I feel like I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to be made a black hole with all this anger and gravity squeezing me. <laughs> Damn, I don't get that angry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh- I don't get. I mean, when the Bills lose, I, I'm pissed. But I don't. When's the when's the when's the most mad that I've been when when the Bills lost? Do you remember? Yeah, when you lost to fucking what's his face last year. Was that the most mad? Was that mad about uh-huh. the? Well, I was mad. Was that because, mad because mad? I was mad because we celebrated and then we were pissed and then we celebrated and then we were pissed and then we celebrated and then we celebrated too early and then I was fucking livid. 
And I feel like if you weren't livid that game, you're not a fan because that was so fucking beyond. That, that was, was like ridiculous. It was rough. It was that was rough. horrible. Uh, that was the worst. And Chance says, "Wifey, are you a Raptors fan or a Lakers fan?" Are you like, I mean, right now, right now, if you had to write to. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't even follow basketball anymore. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't follow. I Um, like old school. Like if you asked me about old school basketball, I was like, oh, my God, my whole room was like Jordan. Her favorite player is Kobe Bryant. It's not. I don't want to disrespect a dead dead man, (laughs) but like, don't do that to me. It definitely isn't. No, she's a not. she's a she's a Jordan fan. She's All like a, day. She's a, she was a Chicago Bulls fan. Like, All day. No, don't don't do that. So, but I like like I, everybody back then. Did, like Island Iverson, you had Vince Bogues, you had Chuck Hamm, you had like those to me were like oh my god, Rodman. Like yeah, yeah. I loved all of them, and then come down and I'm like I don't care. Uh, they say COD or Halo. What am I? Am I a COD guy or a Halo yeah, guy? COD. Yeah, don't do, COD don't all day. Do we don't we don't do Xbox. Xbox yeah. is uh we don't. Do Xbox, I tried to do Xbox. I tried to play Halo. My brother's like a huge Halo. Listen, my my, my brother in law tried to get me on on Halo, and yeah. I tried so hard. But this that this the the whole shooting aliens, and that just never did it for me. And then he tried to get me into that. What was the what was the X game? The next game he was playing that I freaking absolutely hated. Destiny. Destiny. De- that he tried to get me on Destiny. He bought a- me the game, and I was like, dude, I can't do Destiny. I can't. I just I can't. Like it nah, man, it's not for me. I'm a I'm a COD guy all day. I used to be Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six and COD, that's my shit. I love modern. That's what I do. Uh, Sam H says the Simpsons arcade game and the Star Wars sit down arcade game are my favorites. <gasps> oh, I love the Simpson game. Did you? Yes. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yes. Big time. That was awesome. You don't remember that? I do not remember that. Oh my god. Uh, Tal- Talvin Walker says, "What's up, Rico? What's happening, man?" Somebody uh, just asked about um, what what was the Ontario something about Ontario. Where did you see it? The team there. Oh, uh, the space space oddity says are the Bills the most popular team in Canada? I feel like we have a lot of Ontario. Here's the thing, being being a Bills fan in Canada is is if you're in Ontario, that's your squad. Okay, but like outside of that, man. It's it's a crapshoot. It's yeah. a crapshoot. This thing can't. There's no. They don't have like a. I have so many fans that are Panthers fans, uh, Dallas Cowboy fans. Like because when you don't have a team, you just root for whoever is popular. So like, a lot of, what, a lot of San Francisco fans? 49ers fans. Like not really, but like we don't have a team, so you got to do it. And it all, it all depends on what region you're from, right? So if you're like like where I'm at in Nova Scotia, they have a lot of people. There's a lot of Patriots fans because they're close to Maine, Massachusetts. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you go out west, you know what I'm saying? Like to Saskatchewan, they're probably like, you know what I'm saying, like Detroit fans or Minnesota fans, Minnesota Vikings fans. Like there's there's guys that have like it's hard, man. Like that's why I was so against the Bills coming to Canada. If the Bills coming to Canada, we would have had a whole bunch of just it just wouldn't have been good. Like the one time that the Bills came, they had that five five year series of being in the Bills, the stadium was full of like fans of all teams it's like yo get out of here man you're not really true bills fans so nah not cool man ontario bills yeah. fans like crazy but outside of ontario man like it's a crapshoot it could be anything it could be anything that's why it's kind of it kind of cool when you guys go to a, a full state and you have your own team you're rock. that's your squad man the majority of that that place obviously is gonna be rocked for that team straight up like that uh sam h says yo peterson's head look like a damn cashew 
You're not lying. Don't don't tell her that. She's she's all it about did it. a little bit, but I could get past her. <laughs> My man Maurice Anderson. What's up, Maurice? Maurice says, yo, due to change at work, I can only I can only watch the replays of the BF show. So so nice to watch you live. Oh Happy God, holidays to the bun, to the Bing so Squad. Cute. What's up, Maurice? Shout out to my guy Maurice. Canadian girls are really intense. Let me see what we got Sounds here. Like uh, you're, you're Canadian girls are who said that? Up there. CR. Oh, CR? Canadian so, girls 100%. are lower maintenance, and it sounds like. Yeah. Uh heck no, no that's a are. lie. What? That's a lie. They are oh high God, maintenance. Some of them lie. some of these girls are high maintenance and they okay. Think, well, any girl can be high maintenance, but compared to the states, that's a lie. I've never seen so oh, friggin' fake customized looking people in my all life. All these chicks. I'm not are saying it all, doesn't happen listen, here. All these does. chicks are high maintenance. You should see, you should see the things that they, they pay for. They're paying for all this Botox and there's people that you like, what? And Botox is not cheap. I don't know, but I don't know if there's any females watching this. Botox is you speak on it. Botox is not, not cheap. These it. females they are can do what injecting they want. their faces. I put in because I'm scared of needles. Hey, we're not paying for that type of shit. <laughs> That's and true. These needles, like the, these women are paying, and some men are doing this too, but these these women these days are paying to, to inject their face with junk so they can fill their, their pores, so they can stretch their skin so they look younger. What they kind of bullshit freeze. is that? I think it just freezes like where you... No, it's bullshit are. is what that is. Man, age you gracefully. Be. You know what I'm saying? Age gracefully. You aging, you aging. That's it. I'm aging. I'm happy that I can age. And like you have people's faces like this. Like you, you like Quiet. they're just like <laughs> they just sit like this. That's their face. Cause they they fill their faces with all this nonsense in there. Each to its own though. I don't care. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. Some people might think you're crazy for spending so much money on football. Well, they want to put it in their face. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, it's their business. My man Johnny says, Yo, that's why I have a Japanese wife now. Well, good for you, man. Oh, they age a... great. That's why you, you, their you skincare yourself... is amazing. <laughs> so amazing, actually. Dave Buffalo operator says, "Yo, how many times a day do you, do you hear him say put a hoodie on?'" Oh, you should see him yell at the kids. <laughs> Daddy, Before you say anything. Do you have your socks on? Do you have your sweater on? Do you have your whatever? Yeah, but they don't wear their. Go this... get a blanket. Wrap no. it around. Oh, you're off. Kyle wants to know what's wifey's IG. What's your IG? Do you know about her? No. What's your IG? I you want to know. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? What is your IG? Look, look as she looks mix, up, as she looks up her uh, mix something. As she looks up her uh, her stuff, she can you can. It's I think it's J J B L, J B L nine hundred two, J L B. Excuse me, J L B nine hundred two. It just her. says Jenna. Yeah, oh but, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Is it's J J L B nine hundred two? If you guys want to follow her on, uh, there we go. That's that's much better. If you guys want to follow her on uh, IG, that's what that's what it is. I purposely I pay I make her put it on private because all these thirsty ass cats out here. Please don't send me any inappropriate. All these pictures. thirsty ass cats out here. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? My man, my man Drew Dingus says, uh, almost ended up in Canada because uh, my old lady made reservations to our hotel in Canada. I made her turn around, so <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> she almost sent her ass to Canada, man. You would have never came back. Cold. You would have never came back, my guy. Uh, let me yeah, see what we great. got here. Sam H says, your good vibes tonight, chat. Shout out to y'all, man. Yo, shout out to the chat for real, man. Aww. I figured that this is this is what people want sometimes, man. Sometimes we haven't been able to. I haven't been able to be on here since, like, I've a baby. Pretty much, it feels like. And I still am looking at the monitor the whole time I'm here. Yep, um, and I'm scrolling through the... Uh, I'm, I'm scrolling through right now, so I can... So I'm a little late on some of your points and your questions. So if you guys have any questions... Uh, you know, what I'm saying get on here. 
Sam Sam H says he has a soft spot for Tyrod. I have a soft spot for Tyrod Everybody too, does. man. Yeah. Until I gave up on his ass. I was like, yo, man, you, you're killing us, bro. You're not taking any chances downfield, bro. You're killing us. Tyrod, you're killing us, man. Kim Kim Bet says, uh, where I'm a handsome man and uh you're, you're lucky that you can have my babies. I know that's not uh, Kim. That's so nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim, we appreciate you, girl. We appreciate you very much. So uh D Riley says, yo, Reed Ferguson, uh, he has gave me a a ball a, he gave me a ball game a ball at the game because i said he was my favorite player at the atlanta game last year oh that's dope oh, man. that's awesome speaking of reed ferguson reed ferguson got freaking uh he got a letter on his locker room saying that he's getting drug tested so he had to go and uh submit some uh, some pee samples can they just do that random they like can do it randomly mm-hmm. yeah but some players say it's bullshit because like some I guy feel. some guy might have a huge game and just massive game the next next all of them use a letter on this thing saying, "Hey, we want to check you for uh, steroids." What? Oh, I think weed or something. Okay, yeah, it could then. be weed, could be whatever, man. They they can check your ass and then they, are they, they not allowed you. to smoke weed? Um, I, I don't know what the rules are now. I the rules are so weird, so I don't know. I feel like weed's different. Dave says, oh, "Y'all seem y'all seem like good people, man. I appreciate the content. I'm good. We we are good people, man. <laughs> for the most part, honestly, man. What people are good people? We are just a there's some psychos out there." <laughs> There's some people that are just weirdos out there, fam. Like, there's some just some strange oh, people and some like sickos. People in the <laughs> I mean, I, just in general, some people are just sick, man. Like, some dude just just Not people. One what lady. is it? Uh, what just happened in in, in Chicago? What? Just two dudes stole a car and just 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 stole a car to just just ram it down some street, seventy five miles an hour, and then big ass accident. Just some people just weird shit. They do some weird shit. Just Yo, if you don't got a car, man, take the motherfucking bus, man. Shit. Gotta jack my shit. Golly. Uh, Mikey says, yo, favorite players in the safety twins. Sucks when it's hurt for the year. And Oliver, I want the jersey to rep my son with the same name. I got you, bro. I got you. Let me see what we got here. Um, my man said, uh, Drew Dingus says, I was at the game last yesterday and Dane Jackson ain't it. Yes. Why did they keep him in? Fuck. Sorry, but that was frustrating. <laughs> she said, why did they said. keep him in? So Dingus is like, yo, and they continue to keep him in that game after giving up two touchdowns. I was pissed. Yo, listen, man. The tough thing about Dane Jackson, Dane Jackson is in position. Is he's just not turning his head around, which is allowing, which people are now noticing. They're like, yo, he doesn't turn his head around, man. So back shoulders, I'll give it to you all the day. You know what I'm saying? If there's a yard, I'm squeezing that into you. He doesn't turn his head around. I swear, if he turned his head around most of these plays, he's either getting a PBU or he's getting an interception, but he just doesn't turn his head around. He's there, but he's just not making plays, man. So he's just got to he's gotta just be – his anticipation and his awareness has to be better. That means – Kindly. You know I mean? I mean, studying your DB, studying the, the, um, the nuances of the quarterback, studying the nuances of the offense that you're playing in. But he's a young player still, so he's still learning. I mean, I, we could shit on him all day. He didn't. He didn't he's had yeah, a rough like three don't, games. Don't learn. Yeah. It's tough though. It's a tough. Game like that. Uh, nine fifteen. Buffalo Bill says, "Yo, Rico, did you ever play the Buffalo Trilogy on PS4? Nah, never. Buffalo Trilogy never played that at all. Not one bit. Uh, Friday night with Rico and Wifey is the best. What? Aww. Don't put don't put stuff in her head, man. Don't put stuff in her head. <laughs> they love me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jar Sartori says, yo, good night, you two. Go Bills. I'm going to pray and pray some more, man. Yo, pray for me too, man. Pray for us all. (laughs) We all need to. (laughs) Pray for us all, brother. Thank you. 
Uh, let me see what we got here. Yo, how do you guys feel about Pierre and his live shows, man? How do you guys like it? Do you guys feel like he's just the right amount of Bills fandom that that just just gets you right through the game? Do you guys enjoy it? And when you do watch Pierre play, are you guys? Pierre play. I mean, are you when you're watching him watching him go and doing his thing? Because Pierre is, I love every bit about that man. That boy, he's in his niche. You won't find Pierre doing a live show like this, talking and doing this. That's not his. That's not his thing. But when the game's going on and you get true emotions in that game, it's that's that's his that's he's in his element and he does a fantastic job. And you guys keep encouraging him and getting him drunk as shit because he's taking shots all game. Oh, really? <laughs> when Pierre watches, he's taking shots during the game. I feel like I should join him. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know how, what what has to happen for him to take his shots. But, yo, he's taking shots and he's getting saucy all game, man. You can just tell when Pierre's saucy. He real saucy. Like now that I'm not breastfeeding, I'm allowed to drink. Uh, that is for damn sure. So I gotta, I'm gonna That's catch up on the on the chat because I'm way behind. You need to get it together. I gotta, I gotta catch up on this because I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling down to see if you guys have any questions. Sorry guys, it's my fault. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we're Dolphins near... gonna win the division. Sam Asians, you I live in Shy Town. Problem is, there's a certain segment of the population that doesn't value human life, bro. We hear you... about that down here, bro. There's some people that just don't value life. Period. Saying and like they just they just and and they and you coming with them, they don't care. I'm saying the the, the stuff that happened in Virginia at the Walmart that's just nutty, it's craziness. Yeah, man, wrong place. And the thing is, like, any time is a wrong place, wrong time. You just never know, man. But yo, if you guys like Kingpin doing live shows, man, yo, give him all the encouragement when he's doing it because uh, he's not a guy that likes to do this type of stuff, but he knows he knows what he's he also, but he knows how good he is at doing that. I'm saying you get the true raw emotion. And that's what it comes down to. That's what's entertaining, right? That because you have fandoms, and that's how we started this thing. And this is the fan, like we started this as to get like-minded people. For, yeah, for fun and to do events. Yeah. I remember like-minded like people following us because I'm like you, you are like me. It's no different. The difference is I just happen to just enjoy doing this. There's gonna become a time where I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. I don't do really? this no more. I mean, I don't know when <laughs> it's gonna happen. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but at one point it's gonna happen. I you remember, like, when we first started this, and we, we was, like, what, 15 people? Yeah, I was like, like, oh, good job, babe. That's awesome. Yeah, you have 15 <laughs> people watching you. Good job, bud. Uh, but it was fun. It, it is was, fun. It was just an event. It was mainly, like, to be like, fuck, I know some other people are going to be pissed off. Straight up and down. And then that's how you got your venting therapy out. And then yeah, everybody else therapy. is like, stay here. And that's like, exactly what it is for me. It's therapy. I was like, yo, I need, yeah. I need to talk about this shit. Uh, Ed Oliver it needs works. more love. Really played clutch last game. I also have a zero love for Jackson. Damn. Uh, he has no awareness, and every receiver lineup against him knows they're going to go for 100 yards and a tud. It's tough, man, because right now that's what it looks like. They look at the film, and they're going to be like, yo, Dane Jackson has been having an awful day. Yo, send me his way. You know what I'm saying? Let me eat. And that's exactly what happened, man. But uh, Ed Oliver has had an awesome game, man. Tackle for loss. Sack. He had the safety in the back of duty. Listen, Ed Oliver helped us win that game, man. Ed Oliver honestly helped us win that game, man. Shout out to Ed Oliver. Shout out to Daquan Jones. Daquan Jones had a massive game too, man. The interior line was on point. It was on point, man. They got out, they got after it. So shout out to them, man. Uh, right, uh, Mikey M says, Rico, I'm the only fan that's thankful for Bon Jovi didn't buy the team. Let me tell you, man. He walked in once in my old store with a, a Pat's hat on, and I was like, wow. And you wanted to buy the team? Thank the good Lord. Listen, man. Trust me. I'm with you. I wanted no parts of it. No parts of it whatsoever. 
Um, and listen, and just like that, I caught up to the end of the chat and we're done, folks. So uh, I wanted to thank uh, Wifey for coming through. You graced the you graced the people with your presence. Uh, did you want to? No, wanna, now that. Do you want to break it down for us? No, just now that our, I'm still looking at our baby monitor. But now that I'm not breastfeeding as much and our kid sleeps a little bit, I'm able to say hi. That's, that's it. That's your that's your breaking it down for everybody. That is my life. <laughs> I guess so. That's what you've done to me. Stickman Stickman has something to say. Stick, Why didn't you call Stickman? us? Stickman. Stickman could have came through and said, what's up, man? What part of Nova Scotia? So Stickman made his first trip to Nova Scotia. That's where we live right now. So, yeah. Uh, Stickman. Well oh. done. He probably went to Cape Breton. Please. Did you go to Cape Breton? I mean, yes. You go to Cape Breton. It's beautiful, but you don't just stay there. You know? uh, they said, uh, I, hate, I yes. hope the wildlife close to you where you guys live. Hold on a sec. Hey, is, is hope for wildlife close to us? I don't know where hope. Hope for wildlife is. You know anything about that? Yeah, but isn't there not more than just one? Isn't I have no idea what Hope for Wildlife is. Listen, I think I feel like it's in Halifax. But oh, it's, like a, it's an animal rehab place. Yeah, I know. Uh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, Stickman said he was in Halifax at a wedding. You know what? You are not too far from us, man. You are about half an hour from us. Half an hour. You could have said, yo, man, I'm in town. What's up? No. Okay. It's a different... Um, so what are you thinking it's of? called something different the one that you're talking about if it's what i think it is which is in muscadabit harbor if that's muscadabit i knew as soon as i said this, if yep. this is, okay no anyways muscadabit harbor that's like literally 12 15 minutes from us this is they have a tv show they have yeah a TV show. okay so it's what like is... 15 minutes from us yeah muscadabit harbor we're not yeah. too far from that at all um i'd have no business going over there but would you I would go. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there you have it. She would go in and go to the rehab center. <laughs> for, for the okay, calm down. <laughs> the she rehab, would go center to the for... rehab center. Shut up. Uh, listen, uh, they before we get out of here, they want a score prediction. That's a great way to end the show, by the way. I've score been prediction. That already. Score prediction for next week. We're playing the New England Patriots on Thursday night football. What do you mean? What am I gonna do? Already. I took that. I took that time. You're I, ridiculous. It's called being prepared. So okay. the oh, he said his brother married a Canadian girl. Yeah, he she's did. the best. What's her name? She probably knows her from Nova Scotia. I probably do. Yeah, she probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking to you. She probably knows her. I wouldn't be surprised. Everybody freaking knows everybody here, man. It's disgusting. Awesome. Uh, but yo, they want their. They want your score prediction. What's your score prediction? So let me break it down to you. What's going on? We're gonna... Deion Dawkins may or may not play. Yeah. Uh, Edmonds may or may not play. Tre'Davious White is on a pitch count. And really Von Miller, the guy that we just paid like $120 million, just got hurt, and he's out. He's not playing. Amazing. And then the guy that I interviewed, Greg Rousseau, yeah. he's out. Or maybe. We don't know sure. We're not sure yet. But Diggs is in. Dawson Knox is in. Poyer's in. Uh, Poyer's in. Josh Allen's in. Devin Singletary's in. So, score prediction. What do you got? Devin Singletary? Have top four. Oh, yeah? Okay. Devin Singletary over Snowman, huh? Okay. Because I like showman as a person. There you go. Anyways. And Kirk says he likes Canadian bacon. Oh, who doesn't? Amazing. Yeah, you guys don't do bacon. You guys do like I don't know what kind of bacon. They do like different. <laughs> Canadian bacon is totally Your stuff different. Is for sure. really bacon. Yeah, it's, a, it's y'all. I don't know what y'all do. But anyway, that shit in maple syrup. Wow. Score prediction. Uh, t- I don't think it's gonna be high. Actually, it might not be. You might be right. I don't think it will be. Hold it on. What do you got? 
I don't know. 17-12. We're going to win. Score of 17-12? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a that's an interesting score, <laughs> but it's not a it's not a like a score that probably can't happen. It's so. just sliced ham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that's what You're yours is. Wrong. It's true. It's, it's just it's just sliced ham, and you guys made it really thin, and then called it bacon. Y'all need to stop. Wrong. Stop that mess, man. You want some bacon? What is this a piece of ham? Yeah, I went there before. I was like, what? I, where was I? I, I think it's it was, not right. Was that New Hampshire? I think it was in New Hampshire. No, Rhode Island. I was in Rhode Island. Island. I was yeah, I was in Rhode Island for a basketball tournament. And uh it was like, yeah, man, we're gonna have some bacon and eggs. And they gave me they slapped on a piece of ham. I was like, what the fuck is this? There's no bacon. Where's the real Where's bacon the at? Real bacon. <laughs> the real bacon at. Anyway, so that's you guys it. I think it's gonna be like high. They're saying 1421 and I mean, we've been we've been averaging 20, 28 points. I know, a game. but I don't think you will. Uh for me, 14. it's too early for me to give my prediction because I gotta wait it out. So you guys are gonna have to wait till Thursday for that one. So we're gonna leave it at that, folks. You guys have yourself a good one, and uh, we're 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 gonna call it a day, and uh, we'll I catch you guys you on the guys. flip side. <laughs> so uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. I don't know if you've heard this one. You can put this on. Good Let's timing. Put this on. Why? What? So I'm about to play the. Uh, What's happening? Flip this like this. There you go. Oh. What? What is this? Yeah. Buffalo Fanatics. It's Don Brown. Yeah, I'm a fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Play good, be humble. Number 17. Guys, I love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Back at it again. Buffalo fanatic, hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic, just like Rico, going live, talking to my people, cause the team's driven like West Hurt. Other teams can't, it's a repo. The opponents gotta call up triple O. Bills Mafia, we heating up, we too electrical. We got Bean the plug, electric show, we wired up, hit up Rico, he fired up. We know where we stand on the power ranking. Other teams fans in the comments hating, we block them all, we protecting jobs. Oh my god, what do you want from me? You know what? Put a rose. <laughs> Put a rose. Yeah, she, I said what I wanted. Fire. She wants a fire emoji. A flower person? Put a, give her a rose and a fire emoji. Emoji, fire emoji, because the, the, the fire will burn the flowers because she doesn't want the flowers, but that's what it is. Just I'll be happy. There you go. See, fire emoji microphone. I'm Boom. Canadian. <laughs> I don't We're know now that <laughs> All right. So we'll catch you on the flip side. And uh, until next time, ish your girl. And she's gone. <laughs> Let's go. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. We'll see you guys next week. Let's go. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.